Bridget and new band, the Sharma, perform for Anthony and Lady Danbury in front of the Queen, who is there to discuss the upcoming wedding. With Her Highness insisting on hosting the big day in town and showing Whistledown who's boss, Anthony offers a low-key country wedding. While the wedding is being put together, Kate is still fantasizing about her secret, private times with Anthony. A food freeloading jeweler and his assistant, Anthony, are waiting for her one day when she gets home to get Edwina's ring fitted. If anyone other than Daphne had seen them that night at Aubrey Hall, they'd have been forced to marry. In the end, Mr. Brooks had a brilliant idea, since Kate and her sister share gloves, why don't they use her to size the ring? However, as the ring is put on, Anthony and Kate enjoy a brief moment of silence while staring at the diamond. This is the ring his father gave to his mother when she married him. When Edwina and Lady Mary arrive, he tenderly holds her hand and rubs the ring down her finger with his thumb. Much though Kate and Anthony break up quickly, the situation is made even more unpleasant by Kate's attempt to remove the sticky band off her finger before giving it to her sister. Even if it's not exactly a good thing when Lady Danbury shows here, she does so with the promise of a distraction, Lady Mary's ex-husband and ex-wife Sheffield will be attending the impending engagement dinner. Aside from the awkward relationships within the family, Kate is particularly surprised, as she has yet to inform Lady Mary and Edwina of the financial arrangement with the Sheffields. It's time to take a breather. Lady Danbury and Kate can be heard walking and talking behind them as Anthony leads Edwina on a promenade with them. A remorseful Mr. Dorset makes an appearance and begs Kate for a ride around the lake. Dorset may be able to persuade Kate to stay in the United Kingdom after the wedding, according to Edwina, who compliments them on their nice looks. Watching them climb into the rowboat together, Anthony is overcome with jealousy. If you're into that sort of thing, Kate and Mr. Dorset had a pleasant talk without any conflicts. They discuss India's tranquility and Kate says she's looking forward to returning to be a governess and lead her own life. In the beginning, Dorset imagined she would remain in England with her sister, but he later admits he had considered returning to India to further his medical career there. Anthony's lovely head would definitely explode if he heard any of this, therefore we should all be grateful he can't hear it. Eloise had lied to her parents about going to a flower-arranging lecture with Penelope, as is customary for teenage girls. As an alternative, she sneaks into Bloomsbury with a chaperone to catch a secret meeting on women's rights. In Theo Sharp, the print shop worker responsible for Eloise's introduction to the outside world, she recognizes him. She flirts with him and indicates that she has some notes for him, which he takes as a compliment. Let's go back to the lake, please. Edwina and Anthony are waiting for Kate and Mr. Dorset on land when they return from their boat journey. The Viscount mocks Kate's ability to tie knots and forces her to hold his hand as they attempt to exit the boat. Nonetheless, as Anthony's hand lingers for too long, Kate snatches hers away, sending him falling backwards. Tosses Dorset into the water after falling over Newton, who is a good boy. Physical comedy ensues, with the Sharma girls ogling Anthony's chest as if he were Colin Firth in the 1995 miniseries Pride and Prejudice, with his white shirt now see-through. It's art. That's a work of art. Read more. The Batman deleted scene reveals Barry Keoghan's Joker pitted against Robert Pattinson. Amanda Bynes' conservatorship is expected to end following judges' tentative ruling. Walking Dead actor Moses J. Mosley cause of death revealed. Lady Bridgerton visits a much drier Anthony before traveling to Lady Danbury's for dinner. She is concerned that he may live to regret his decision and advises him to instead go after a love marriage. 
It doesn't seem to matter what Anthony desires at this point, as long as he doesn't dishonor Edwina, according to him. As a gentleman can't rescind an offer, but as a young lady can, his mother agrees. That is to say, the possibility exists. Before Edwina may learn of the arrangement her grandparents have made, Lord and Lady Sheffield arrive and interrupt Kate's plan. They are enamored with Edwina, but ignore their own daughter, Lady Mary, and their granddaughter, Kate. Lady Sheffield holds a grudge against her daughter and brings it over to dinner, where she continues to be petulant. Lady Mary, who has kept a low profile throughout the season, finally comes up, saying she's grateful her girls were raised in an environment free of those who were preoccupied with money and status aspirations like hers. Lady Sheffield laughs heartily, bringing up the trust fund set up for Edwina in the event she marries an Englishman of affluence. As Lady Sheffield chastises Kate for avoiding the truth, Anthony leaps in to point out that the Sharma daughters are well-behaved, intelligent, and devoted because of their upbringing by both their parents. He evicts them, so inheritance is history. Kate catches Anthony as he's preparing to leave the building. Anthony says he doesn't hold Edwina responsible for what happened, but he still thinks the engagement should be called off. What has Edwina done to change his mind? Kate asks, but Anthony says that it's all because of Kate. Because of this, he growls at her, claiming that no corner of the earth can be far enough away from him to end his misery. Is this discourse going to go downhill from here? To which she replies, you are the bane of my existence. He claims he was raised to be a gentleman. As well as the object of my affections. Anthology, Anthony, get a gal who can do both, as he approaches her, he says he dreams about her constantly, do you even know all the ways a woman may be seduced? There are so many things I could have taught you. They exchange passionate whispers about how she didn't ask for these sensations, or to be sidetracked every time he enters the room. He cradles her head in his hands and strokes a strand of her hair. Then you're on the same page, he responds. It's unthinkable, he says. It's impossible, she responds. As they mumble into one another's mouths, the top of their lips contact each other for a nanosecond, but it doesn't count because all I want is for them to kiss. Usually it's then that he takes a step back and shakes his head. I will spend every day of my marriage wanting you, dreaming about you, dreading the day when my last thread of honor finally snaps, he vows if he marries Edwina. To which she replies, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds. He then leaves. Next, Kate visits a heartbroken Edwina, who confides in her that she'd believed Kate was hiding something, specifically the Sheffield's bargain. Kate apologizes profusely, saying she did it out of love for her family. After all, she's not a small girl anymore, the Viscount is sure to provide for her and her family if their engagement continues. When Edwina says she loves Anthony, it's because she saw him defend her family during dinner. The next morning, as a string arrangement of you ought to know plays, Kate mounts a horse and returns to the woods where she first met the Viscount, astride as usual. They're back in the same place, where neither of them can sleep. Anthony reiterates his desire to call it quits on the engagement in order to avoid having to see Kate again. Before he has a chance to object, Kate tells him that he cannot destroy Edwina's heart in that way. Because if she was responsible for taking away Edwina's happiness and future, Kate couldn't live with herself. For maybe the first time ever, Kate admits to Anthony that she was wrong, I will not be the cause of you losing your honor any more than I can endure to watch Edwina in misery. The self-sacrificing queen. After considerable persuading, and even the use of his first name, he finally admits that the heat between them will fade. 
You can tell that Anthony is in love with Kate by the way he stares at her and focuses on her eyes. Kate is left in the woods, alone, as the man rides off, tipping his hat and mounting his horse before disappearing into the distance. An Antarctica ice shelf the size of Los Angeles collapsed in just a few days due to unseasonably warm temperatures in mid-March, according to scientists on the scene. Taken with my phone's front-facing camera. In mid-March, an ice shelf the size of Los Angeles broke apart in Antarctica within days of unusually warm temperatures, according to scientists. Conger Ice Shelf, which covered an area of about 460 square miles, broke off on March 15. It was 40 degrees warmer than normal at Concordia Research Station around that time reaching minus 12 degrees Celsius. East Antarctica hasn't seen a shelf collapse like this, according to marine geophysicist Rob Larder of the British Antarctic Survey, since we've been able to receive satellite data. According to the researchers, Conger was just the final step in a long process that caused it to collapse. As the world's coldest and iciest continent, scientists are especially concerned about the recent warming trend. The area of ocean surrounding Antarctica that is covered by sea ice was predicted just a month ago to be at its lowest extent ever. Into the ocean, land-based glaciers and ice sheets have extended their shelves of ice called the Conger Glaciers. As a result, these ice sheets will not be able to feed ice into the ocean without interruption. Ice flows into the ocean from land when the shelf collapses, which causes sea level rise. This is a problem for coastal communities around the world. Uni of Colorado Boulder glaciologist Ted Scambos believes that record low sea ice conditions and wave action, which hit the shelf during the recent warm period due to strong northerly winds, were likely factors in ice shelf collapse. There were rumors that Scambos thought it might be a sign of things to come as the continent succumbs to the effects of the climate crisis. Antarctica as a whole has kind of been locked away in an icebox, he said to CNN. To remove ice to the edge of continent, it's been accustomed to being surrounded by this fringe of sea ice and to temperatures below freezing, and so those are big steps in terms of energy or the kind of processes that can happen. It's a good e.g. of how Antarctica responds to these record-breaking events. And that's what happened at Conger. Ice shelves have been stuck against an island for an extended period, which has the same effect on a piece of wood as putting too much pressure on it, Scambos claimed. Over time, large rips had developed due to the pressure. It's fascinating to watch what happens to glaciers when they lose ice shelves. Is at risk is a unique opportunity for scientists, Scambos said. Scambos described the shelf as not very large. A shelf braced against an island or even the coast of the bay, on the other hand, causes glaciers behind it to feel that there is a back pressure, an opposing force. As a result, removing the shelf makes them thinner and more fluid. A warming climate is making ice shelf collapse more likely, according to Larder. However, ice shelf collapses have occurred more frequently in West Antarctica, which is warmer than East Antarctica, over the past 40 years. Una Shelf Supporting Thwaites Glacier, nicknamed Doomsday Glacier, may come off in five years, according to a study released in 2013. Scambos and his team of scientists flew over Thwaites Glacier, which is the size of Idaho, to reach their study stations at sea. Read more. St. Peter's University wins an NCAA tournament game to reach the Elite Eight. Bridgerton recap, Mr. Duplicity. Taylor Hawkins, longtime Foo Fighters drummer, dies at 50. At least one scrambler told CNN that he could see major cracking in this ice shelf, places where the ice is torn apart is a clear sign to earth-changing climate. For this reason, 
claims larder that it occurs less frequently in the East Antarctic than in the West. According to larder, the ice sheet in East Antarctica is gaining ice in the middle and losing ice along the edges. Though it's not out of whack overall, some outsiders appear to be struggling. Researchers have been watching the Totten Glacier, which if its ice shelf collapses, could raise sea levels by about 10 feet. He added recent record-breaking incidents in Antarctica show the issue is intensifying. As he put it, it's something that's hard to stop once it gets going. Sea levels will rise rapidly before the end of the century if we don't act now, according to the United Nations Environment Programme, UNEP. It was pointed out by Scambos that these consequences would be felt by children who are currently alive. And even though I won't be there to see it, there are people here with us today, they're a little shorter than most of us, but they're going to be there for that, Cambos continued. We owe them our best efforts, so let's get started right away.